Warning, the following podcast has been classified as insanely lucrative. Listener discretion is advised. The burden's on you to prove that this product is not your product. So you now have to go and order that product from this other supplier, this hijacker. Your attention, please. please. Listening to the AMPM podcast may cause recurring revenue streams and unfair, unfair advantages over your competitors. Other side effects may include better wallets, fired bosses, and longer vacations. Listen at your own risk. Here's your host, seven-figure entrepreneur and online marketing madman, Manny Coates. Manny Coates. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the AMPM podcast. My name is Manny Coates, and I will be your host. And this is the show where we discuss how to generate recurring revenue streams 24 hours per day during the AM and the PM, hence the name of the show, AMPM podcast. As a matter of fact, I just got in some copper mugs and my lady decided to make us some Moscow mules in these copper cups, which we got from Amazon. And while I'm sipping on this Moscow mule, I am making money. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. So today is Q&A Thursday. And as always, I am here with my co-host and great buddy, Guillermo Puyol. Guillermo, how are you doing, my friend? I'm excellent, man. How are you? I'm a little weirded out, Guy. Why is that? Guy, did you know that there's a seller on Amazon? And this is no lie. I'm not making this up. They're selling fart filters for your pants. Fart filters for your pants. I've actually heard of something like that. I think it was on Shark Tank. Oh, really? Yep. You know, this might be one of those bunny scratcher type niche products I always talk about where you have very little or to, you know, almost no competition. You go in with something like this because it's such a weird product and you generate a couple grand per month, don't you think? Yeah, and actually um, it fits perfectly because it's one of those products that you're not going to be very proud to go to the store and, and buy. But if you order it on Amazon, it just comes into your door and you don't have to be. It's one of those kind of weird products that people are weird that are buying. So when yeah. they, when it's online, it's all good. It gets weirder though, Guy. Oh gosh. <laughs> there's, a, there's a product that they sell on Amazon. People can uh, listen to this podcast and then look it up. It's called Shittin's Disposable Mittens. And these are hand-shaped moist wipes. What are your thoughts on this? Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I'm not lying. I swear to God, shittens, disposable mittens. Why? You would put this glove on and then you would just, you know, it's a moist wipe. So, and it, I think it does something like, I did a little quick, uh, I pulled some numbers on it. It was doing a couple grand, I think almost $3,000 a month. And it was the only product like that that I saw. That's amazing. Anyways. <laughs> so All right. I, there, now, now after uh, this podcast goes out and there's 20,000 people that listen to it, there's going to be a bunch of those you watch. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this is our Thursday Q&A, guys. Um, we just gave you valuable information. Maybe not. But um, we're going to do two questions from the audience. And normally we have two questions a gee, but we are doing these uh, very quickly right now. We're going to get back into that later on without further ado. Hit me with the first question. Sure thing. Uh, this one is coming from the FBA High Rollers group on Facebook. And from 
Ace Abner. Uh, it says, a Chinese seller recently hijacked one of my Amazon listings. After sending out multiple cease and desist letters with uh, no avail, I went ahead and ordered the product to prove to Amazon that it's a counterfeit. Turns out that they shipped the product from China, meaning I won't be able to make my case against them until a month from now. Any other way to go about this? The way I see it now, I have to live with them uh, with hijacker in my listing, having the buy box for about a month before I can file a case to Amazon. Yeah, uh, that's that's a pain. I had to deal with that as well. Yeah, we've been there, huh? Yeah, when you got hijackers that are not in the U.S. and then you're like, okay, you know what? Uh, for those of you that don't know how the hijacking uh, portion works, if your account, if you have somebody that jumps on your listing with an ASIN, okay, with the same ASIN, they basically can take over your your page, right? So, and they can modify things, they can do all kinds of things, unless you have. Um, brand registry, which a lot of people don't have. But even if you have brand registry, they can jump on your listing and take over that buy box. Meaning when somebody goes to the page and they buy your product, they're really buying it through them. You don't get the sale. They ship the product out. They do everything right. And they're usually undercutting your cost. That's how they're, they're doing that. Um, and it becomes a pain because Amazon says, well, you know what? They might be legitimate sellers. No matter what you say, you're like, look, I make this product. This is what I was saying. I'm like, I make this product. I'm the manufacturer. I'm the seller. Nobody else has this. And they're like, well, it could be another company that bought your product, you know, at some point from you. And now they're reselling it at new. It doesn't really make sense, right? Because they would have bought it from me at regular price. And then now they're selling it at a cheaper price, but Amazon can't take sides. So they say you have to, uh, the, the burdens on you to prove that this product is not your product. So you now have to go and order that product from this other supplier, this hijacker. And then when you get it, you have to take uh, photographic evidence and submit a case to Amazon saying, Hey, look, this is not my product. And then they'll uh, take appropriate action. Now, when they're in China, and it's going to take a month to get the product. That means it can be on your listing for a while, right? And it just messes things up. So I've done a couple things. And I know there's probably a lot of different ways to go about this and maybe even some really cool legal ways of doing it. And gee, we should probably get uh, get uh, a legal advisor on board. I think we were talking to Susie. We might have to get her on uh, to yeah. talk about this kind of stuff, right? Yeah, I think she, she would be able to answer this question real well as well. So I'm going to try to answer it the way I did it. Um, but the first thing that I did is I order the product expedited. Okay. I try, I get it over here as quickly as possible. Whatever the fastest way um, Amazon allows me to get it over here, I do that. And I know it sucks because it's going to be like $30 more, whatever the cost is for shipping. But guys, it doesn't really matter, right? I mean, this is your business. Um, you want to get them off as quickly as possible. And in the end, you're going to get everything refunded anyways. You're going to get the product refunded and you can get Amazon to, to refund the whole nine yards. Um, and you can file an A to Z claim later on, even if that wasn't the case. So you want to get it over as quickly as possible. Now, I've had, I think, Guy, you know this story. I had a, um, a hijacker once who was just, I mean, the guy was crazy. He's basically laughing, saying, you're never going to get me off your account. You know, you can't even find me. Do what you got to do. Do you remember that? Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, I've never had somebody. Uh, he basically was lecturing me on law and, and everything. So um, there was he just wasn't going to come off. And every time um, I, I tried to do something, just wouldn't work. So I started I, I did a, a quick search on their inventory and saw that they had like 18 units 
available. Usually that's what happens with hijackers. They come on and they, they pepper these accounts. They get, they come in for like three or four units and then they jump off and they jump on another listing. And uh, sometimes they stay around for a little longer, but this particular one was hanging out, hanging out and they had like 18 units in stock. Okay. You can use tools to see how much uh, inventory they have. And I just bought all of them. I'm like, you know what? I added all 18 units to cart, ordered it expedited and I was done. And um, the next day, uh, I saw that they canceled the order and then I did it again. And after about the third time, they actually messaged me and they're like, stop buying my inventory. And, uh, eventually they just, I, cause I kept doing it. Um, they got frustrated and they left. So I guess I got lucky there and, um, you know, long story short, I guess if they did actually ship out the product, um, it would have all been refunded anyways. In the end, I would have had 18 units of garbage and, and, um, gotten them off. But, uh, for those that actually uh, didn't do that, and I did get a product in, um, I usually would get it within a week or so, uh, a little bit sooner when I expedited it and I could uh, take photographs and get Amazon to to remove them from my listing. Yeah, and some of these hijackers are ruthless, though. Uh, I remember when I came to visit in California, we had placed one of those uh, orders from a hijacker, and the product that we received was completely different, like a completely different purpose for it. There was nothing similar about it. So they were just scamming people yeah absolutely yeah some of the yeah. stuff that you get is not it's not even close right yeah. there was a different product that was pretty weird yeah so it's, it's you definitely have to be careful with that ace um it's a very unpleasant experience to go through uh but unfortunately it's gonna happen sometime so just uh i i guess i'm uh being ready for it and and doing the brand registry and making sure that you make their job difficult is probably the best the best cure prevention is the best cure i guess yeah so um yeah we should definitely talk to talk to susie and have her on the podcast and she has a, a a few great tips about uh making it hard for hijackers sounds to jump good on your listing yeah and we did a podcast episode where i talked about um preventing um hijackers from taking over your account um you can go check our our podcast episodes out um one of the things that you definitely want to do is brand registry and basically i mean it's very fast uh you can set up a you know a quick web page um that amazon's going to require you to have and um by having brand registry it keeps the hijacker from actually uh taking over your listing completely meaning if you don't have this and they do get the buy box, they can come in and they can start changing your bullets and your text, uh, different things, um, which, you know, could be nightmarish. Um, if you have brand registry, at least it locks that page so that other people can't come in and start changing it. They might be able to take over your buy box, but they, they don't have, uh, the ability to change the actual product page listing. So, uh, definitely get that done. And, uh, yeah, there's other things you can do with, uh, trademarks, uh, which I file for as well. And we covered that as well in podcasts and even patents later on, if you have a product that that's patent worthy. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So I have another question for you, Manny. This one is coming also from the FBA high rollers group. And it was sent by I, Iraqli. Uh, it says, uh, hello. First of all, I want to apologize if this question has been already been answered. I'm trying to add my very first product and I don't want my products to be rejected by Amazon Fulfillment Center for some reason. I'm worried they might because of all of these scary terms used on Amazon help section that I can't understand. I asked my manufacturer if the item was barcoded or not and he promised that, he, uh, that they would put a barcode for me. 
What else should I keep in mind to avoid any consequences? I really tried to understand stuff on Amazon help section, but couldn't. Okay. All right. And Guy, this was pulled out of our Facebook group, right? Yes. There's a, there's a thread. Uh, some of the members have already chipped in, but I think this is a question that will help a lot of people. Yeah. Um, okay. So first thing I would say is educate yourself. You know, you're starting out, you're putting money into this, you're jumping in. Um, you want, I mean, if you're stuck at the very, very beginning with barcodes, you definitely want to go through um, at least all of our, I mean, just spend a week and go through all the podcasts, not just my podcast, go through every podcast you can get your hands on and learn, right? So that you're really aware of everything. But to answer the question specifically, and Guy, you feel free to jump in anytime you want here, but it, it sounds like he's confusing well, he's got the he's got the term barcode, so he's probably com confusing a UPC with the FNSKU uh, code that Amazon requires, and then the actual FBA shipping label to get the product to Amazon. So there's three different labels. Is that what you got from the conversation, Guy? Yeah, and there was actually a few comments later into the thread that he was wondering if the labels need to go on the product individually or on the box itself. So there's a lot of basics that that are being missed, I feel. Yeah. First of all, you're going to want to make sure you get your own UPC, okay? And you can get uh, your UPC, um, get a GS1 uh, UPC and actually use that UPC code on Amazon when you're creating your private label product or creating your product in general to create an FN SKU. So you're going to do that and Amazon's going to give you um, the actual ASIN number um, so that you can print out your FF and SKUs, okay? And these are going to be the labels um, that you, you, it's actually a PDF file that you can send over to your manufacturer and the manufacturer will then print those and put those on your packaging. Now, you do not need a UPC code for Amazon. You only need it to actually generate um, the FN SKU. So, he was mentioning he, um, that he was talking to support and they were saying, you know, you've got to put your, um, I think they were calling it the item label, the FNSQ over the UPC. I just think that's a waste. You know, um, if, if it's a new product and your manufacturer is making this for you, um, there shouldn't be any codes on there. So there's no reason to put a UPC on and then cover it, right? So just put your FNSQ on it and then you're done. So that's the simple answer, right, Guy? Yeah, the, covering the UPC would be for a product that's being sold in multiple channels and the packaging is not specifically being made for Amazon. But if you're private labeling specifically to sell on Amazon, there's no need for a UPC on the box. Yeah, it's a good point. And if you're selling a product that already has a UPC, then chances are you're going to be fighting for that buy box because that means everybody else um, out there can get this product and uh, and sell it on Amazon as well. Yeah, and uh, I do commend you, uh, Iraqli, because you're taking action. Instead of letting these things paralyze you, it's obvious that you're taking action. So that's a good thing. So... Um, just educate yourself, ask questions, continue to ask around, uh, make sure that you go past just the, the seller forums. Um, there's a lot of Facebook groups. There's a, a lot of training out there. So always feel free to ask questions. I noticed the first thing that you did was apologize for the question. I don't think you should ever apologize for asking a question. Just ask your questions, get, get educated, continue to take action, and I'm sure you'll do well.
Yeah. And he mentioned in the thread um, that, you know, he's watched a bunch of YouTube videos. So he didn't mention anything about, you know, any courses or any podcasts or anything. So he might not even be aware of that kind of stuff. So definitely, as Guy said, educate yourself. And yeah, it is cool, you know, to see somebody. I mean, I really want people to have as much information as possible before they jump into something. Um, but at the same time, you know, this Guy, there's too many people that just get paralyzed. You know, it's like, I must learn. I must keep learning. I got to keep learning. And they never actually do anything. So they never actually launch. At least, you know, he's going out there and jumping at it right away. He's jumping in the water, you know. So uh, I, I expect if he's, uh, you know, if he figures everything out, uh, he should be doing pretty well. Yeah, good stuff. Oh. Good stuff. Anything that's else? all I have for today, man. That's it. All right, cool. We are done. Peace. Yes, sir. Oh, no, wait. I better say goodbye. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, um, check me out on Periscope. Um, at Manny Coates. Definitely uh, go to ampmpodcast.com. We have a tools section that Guy set up that's super awesome that has the tools um, that we're using and almost all of the tools on there um, have some kind of a discount or bonus or something that you're going to get as an AMPM listener that you wouldn't get if you just went to uh, these services or these websites and just got the tool yourself. So you're actually going to get a better deal or, or better perks if you uh, go through the link that we've set up there. Um, and uh, join our Facebook group, okay? It's called the FBA High Rollers. But yeah, check it out and um, you know, join us there. Over 4,000 active members. It's really cool. And uh, Guy's in there all the time as well. Yeah. And guys, please continue to send your questions in. Uh, go to ampmpodcast.com. On the sidebar, you'll see Ask Manny a Question. You can get your question recorded and played during the podcast and we'll answer your question for you. We really appreciate those. I think those add a lot to the to the podcast itself. So it would be cool if you have a question, do it that way. Yeah. And also, if, you are, if you're on iTunes and you uh, like the podcast and you haven't already done so, um, give us a quick review. Okay. Or, uh, you know, hit those stars on there. Give us a rating. That would uh, be very beneficial. The more people we get to subscribe, the, uh, the better it is for, for all of us. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Until next time, my name is Manny Coates. I'm Guillermo Puyol. And we'll talk to you guys later. Bye, guys. You've been listening to the AMPM podcast hosted by Manny Coates. For more information, insider, insider tools, tools, and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit ampmpodcast.com.